At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to pick up your smartphones, and I want to, I want you to call in to me. And the telephone number is 646-378-0649. I want you to call in with all your questions, all the turmoil you're going through, all your concerns. Is he texting you? Is she not texting you? Are you in love? Is it not being reciprocated? Are you confused? Are you sad? Are you lonely? Are you gay, straight, bisexual? What have you? Whatever it is you're going through, you have a new safe haven now, and that safe haven is Boy Crazy Radio. Because for whatever reason, I was born with a lot of energy and the capability to listen, to make you laugh, to make you feel less alone, to help inspire you to be the best version of yourself you can possibly be. And, and, and if I can be the butt of the joke and at least distract you for a moment, then that is what I'll do. That is what Boy Crazy Radio 
is here for. So I'm going to get to the phone calls immediately because that's what tonight is all about. I just want to get right to the phone calls. But I also want to let you know that if you're not going to call in to 646-378-0649, you can tweet me your question to, uh, to at Alexi Wasser. And you can also email me your question with all, with all the pertinent information. And that email address is boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And make sure to include big sis in the, in, the, uh, in the subject line. Very important. Very important detail about emailing me. Um, all right. I'm going to get to our first call of the night, area code 503. When you call in, tell me your name, how old you are, where you're calling from, and then get to the call. And make sure you turn your computer down because uh, we want it to flow smoothly here at Board Crazy Radio. Uh, area code 503. Hey, sorry. This is the girl in Alaska listening again. Oh, this is fantastic. You're listening from Alaska again. I love it. Again, repeatedly. <laughs> Wait, tell, tell me your name again. Nancy. Oh, wow. Uh, all right. But do you have a question? <laughs> um, you know, I don't really right now. Unfortunately, uh, life is a little lackluster in the social department at my job. Well, you live in Alaska. You're far away from everything. I'm sure the things around you, but you know, you're far away from me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm here till September. I'm doing a like a hospitality job at a fishing lodge, and then I'm going to go to Hawaii and Australia. That's exciting. So, wait, what are you going to do over there? Uh, I'm going to uh, just travel around and learn how to surf, and kind oh, of figure awesome. out where I want to live. <laughs> This sounds like a dream. You know, you have no problems. Okay, go back to listening. Uh, I might pop in on you later, but I'm going to get to another phone call. Um, area code 845. Hi, Lexi. How are you? You sound very familiar. You've called in before. Oh, my God. Yes, I did. This is Jacqueline from well, the Jacqueline, East Coast. Jacqueline, re- refresh my memory. Uh, how old are you, and where did you say you're calling from? Uh, from New York. All right. So, yeah, I'm 23. I called you, like, three weeks ago, and I I was in this whole thing with a guy uh, that I've been in, like, for, like, five to seven weeks, and I didn't know where it was going. And then I communicated with him, and he told me that he doesn't want a girlfriend. He just wants to keep it casual. Okay. What's going on now? So, yeah. Well, I have two questions, and they're about two different things. Well, would the guy actually followed your advice? You told me to pull back and, like, let him basically come to me and see if he has interest in trying to pursue me. And I stopped texting him after some point, and he never texted me. It's been three weeks, Alexi. Like, this is insane. He never texted me. Oh my God! Well, at least you got your answer. Can you believe that? See what happens when you. I cannot believe this. I can't believe it, and I'm your new big sister. Oh my God! See, you pull back. You give the guy. You give the guy a chance to show, to show how he feels about you, and he never fucking texts you. That is unbelievable. But I know yeah. that sucks. That sucks, and it's really shitty and for you because you feel your feelings. But it's kind of like, you know, it's at least you you figured it out, you know, you know where you stand. Yeah. Well, I have a question. Like my first question is about this is because yeah, we haven't talked for like three weeks. He still like sometimes watches my snap stories. It's it's just really bizarre, but he has a lot of my stuff because he has a lot of my books actually. And I don't know, like I'm not going to go over to his house and get them because I don't have a car and it's just like a lot. So he would need to bring them to me. And I don't know how to like, text him be like oh hey what's up can you bring them like i'm not feeling really weird okay let me ask you this do you really want your books or is this just an excuse to see him do you really want no no i'm being serious no actually being serious because i got them they're like really expensive and he borrowed them and then he's like yeah i'm done with some of them and i'm gonna bring them over and then i completely forgot about them until i was like recently thinking about all the stuff that I could have potentially left there, and I realized that, no, no, I actually do need them. It's not an excuse to see him, definitely not. Oh, my goodness. Well, then then you know what? I would just text him and go, hey, 
I want to pick up my books. Or no, hey, I need to I need to get my books back. Can you drop off my books? <laughs> you know, just text mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, that definitely. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to. We'll see. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I was just nervous because I was going to be like, oh, he's going to come over. Be like, yeah, why didn't you text me? Whatever. But I have another question, Alexi, actually. I met a guy two weeks ago. I met a new guy. And it's been really weird. Um, he's like, uh, I met him with my friend in the street, and he's like the most gorgeous guy I've ever seen in my life. And he came up to me, and we talked, and we exchanged numbers, and we met, met the same day. I came down to see this band play that he told me to like. He told me to come over to Brooklyn, and the concert was canceled. But then we met up, me, him, and my friend at this bar, and it was just magical. Like he paid for everything for both me and my friend. He got us in everywhere. We danced. We made out. It was just amazing. But then the night got kind of weird because my friend, she had too much to drink, so I had to kind of take her home, even though we were supposed to go somewhere else. And then he got really weird, like, and very, like, distant. And then I texted him, like, um, in the morning, I said it was, like, a great night. I hope you got home safe. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, you were disrespectful. And I was like, what? Like, I was confused. I texted him. I was like, what are you talking about? And then he was like, oh, everything is okay. It was great meeting you. I was like, okay. And then we met again. He invited me and my friend to come over to his friend's house because he's not, he's actually not from New York. He just came here to do some freelance work. And we came over, and again, we had a really great time. And there was some weird stuff where he was like, kind of trying to have sex with me, basically. And I was like, what the hell? I'm not going to have sex with you. It's like the second time I see you, it's like my friend and your friend is here. It was just really weird. And then again, he got kind of all weird. Like, And it was like, you know, I could feel that it was like a very big miscommunication, but I was just very confused because he was like, well, you know, you could have just said that. He just he just kept saying really weird stuff. Basically, he just kept thinking that I like don't like him enough or something like that. And then when we left in the morning, he was weird again. But then he texted me. He said, I had an amazing time. I hope to see you again. And then, I'm sorry, is this too long? No, no. I I'm, I feel like you're wrapping it up, and I, I want to know what happened. Yeah, 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 I am. I'm definitely wrapping it up. So basically, we had these two encounters where, like, we had an amazing time. But then something went weird, where he kind of acted weird. And I was just, like, I was confused. So then, basically... We left, and then the next, actually, a day later, like, literally, like, the next day, he texted me, and he said, hi, what's going on? Like, I really want to see you, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't see him at that time, because I was busy, and I had to get up early in the morning, but he, and he told me, let me know when you see, so I let him know on Friday, last Friday, but I'm free Saturday on the weekend, and I'd like to hang out. He's like, yeah, definitely, and so we were supposed to hang out. We made a plan on Friday that... We're going to see each other on Saturday. And then on Saturday, like in the afternoon, like he never texted me. So I texted him and I was like, hey, how are you? And it took him forever to respond. And I was like, what the hell? And then again, he responded. He just said, hey, what's up? And I said, are we on for today? And he never responded. Alexi, he pursued me like this is crazy. He basically never responded. I was super upset. I still went out. And then he, he he texted me on Monday, two days later, after we never hung out. And he said, hey, how are you? So I basically texted him. I said, I don't know why you're texting me. You ignored me on Saturday. And he was like, ha-ha, that's because I was working. But aloha, have a good one. What? Okay. I'm just very confused. Yeah. <laughs> this is incredible. Everything you're saying, I understand. It's also so funny. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I would probably listen to you just, like, tell me these stories like, over and over and be like, and then I met this other guy. And then, like, everything was amazing until he tried to rape me. Um, and then so I texted him again. Okay, now listen. Here's what okay. I want to say. Um, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm really glad you stopped pursuing the first guy. Um, you will get your books back. Just call him or text him and say you you want your books back or to like I, – I'd rather you go and pick up your books and have him pick them up. I think that's better. Or go with a friend if you can. Like just, mm-hmm. just pick them up. 
And there's a chance you might never get them back, and you should just be okay with that. They're just books. They're just objects. On principle, you should get mm-hmm. them back. I understand, but there's a chance he will never text you back, or he won't drop them off, or he won't pick up his phone, or whatever. So whatever. There's just yeah. things. You're going to try to get them. You're going to try to get them, and that's, that's fine, and, and we'll see how that goes. And I would like for you to call me back next week and tell me what happens with the book. As far as this guy is concerned, um, okay. This guy, you have managed to have an awkward, bizarre uh, encounter with this guy every in, every time you've hung out with him. The first night was magical until it wasn't that same very first night, until he, like, texted you saying you were disrespectful. And, and obviously, obviously, you guys are not on the same page. I've never met this guy. I don't know who he is or what he's about, but I don't like him. And I sure as hell don't like him for you because you've had a clunky, weird, awkward moment with him. Every time you've you've had an experience with him, so don't try to figure it out. Don't don't wonder like you know what's this all about? This is crazy. He pursued me. Here's the takeaway: listen to your intuition, pay attention to your instincts. If you had the first time, you probably never would have responded to him ever again or seen him a second time. You probably would never have uh, have texted him or or have back and forth with him ever again. Now. I just wish, here's what I, I wish, I like, I don't know how to say this. Um, if, if a guy's not texting you, I, I, I don't pursue it. I know this is fucked up and I had a conversation with, with, a, with, with a gay, one of my gay boyfriends earlier today about how he thinks it's absurd how men and women who are heterosexual and dating have this weird power play back and forth about texting and, and pursuing people and how like women want the guys to pr- pursue them. I think yeah. there's something to be said for that, though. I really do think, like, in this weird time of everything being kind of topsy-turvy and men morphing into women and women, you know, morphing into men and, you know, women are very masculine, men are very feminine. Um, if there's ever a time to kind of, as a woman, sit back and not emasculate a man and to just kind of, you know... Here's what I'm saying. If you want a guy, if you want to know a guy likes you, a good way to do it is to see how he, to see if he pursues you. And the only way you can see if he pursues you is if you sit back and let him lead. And you can have a career, you can be going to school, you can be living your life, and be a very, very capable, amazing woman. But if you want the man to come for you, you have to let him. And so when you go after a guy, I know it sounds really fucked up and it's probably not sounding very feminist, but, or whatever the fuck, but, uh, you know, don't check in with the guy. See if he comes to you. If he makes a plan and then he doesn't follow through, that's your answer. You, I don't, mm-hmm. if I were you, I would not have texted them being like, hey, are we on for today? And I understand you have mm-hmm. every right to do that. You know, you are good with your word. You want to see if, like, if your plans were still on because you, you know, you, you're an, you're an adult and you're polite, but uh, sometimes when you're learning about somebody, you just have to sit back and go, hmm, does this guy have follow through? He asked me out the other day, but I'm not hearing from him. I'm just going to, you know, continue living my life and making plans and doing whatever I need to do. And until he like locks it down and really like gets my attention and makes sure like he has a solid plan with me, I'm, I'm not going to reach out to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. I think the reason I like the reason I texted him is because the previous two times it was more like like he initiated it. He was like, Oh, please come over, blah blah blah. I understand, I understand. But here's what here's another thing. Then when he flaked on you and you know, you said, Are we on for today? and he never responded, then if I were you, I would never have have even responded to him days later when he checked in on you. And I wouldn't have said, hey, we had plans on over the weekend and you didn't respond to me. You know, I wouldn't even engage because it's like he disrespected you. He was the flake. Um, you know, you learn about a person yeah. through their actions or, or their inaction. So, you know, yeah. try to, I mean, I, I'm just going to recommend for you, you seem to want to know a man cares about you and wants to be with you. And I feel like for the, your next go around in a, in a dating situation, First of all, pay attention to your intuition. If a guy is kind of bizarre uh, and leaves you feeling, you know, with a, with a weird feeling in the pit of your stomach and his behavior is kind of questionable, 
pay attention to that. Don't don't hang out with him again. Kind of leave it, you know. And then yeah. And don't you make the first move. Let try it a new way next time. Like let the guy keep pursuing you. Let him make the plan. Let him t- make you feel really special and take you very seriously and make sure that he locks it down because you've got other shit to do with your friends and your you know and your life and your job and your school you know whatever. Like don't don't you be the one initiating. You've tried that. And, and I feel like you keep running into these guys who are just like, could take your relieve you. And that's a shitty feeling. So just as an experiment, you're going to try a new way next time. Um, but you better call me back next week. I'm taking, I'm going to take another phone call, but please let me know what happens with the book situation because you're calling every week now and I love it. You're like a staple. This is fantastic. Um, thank you. Area code 646. Uh, is this me? This is you. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Yeah. Hey, um, it's Greta. I'm from calling from New York City, and I'm 18. I have called you twice before in the past. It's okay if you don't remember me. If I'll no. try to help you, like once I sang on your show. Oh my God, Greta! I totally remember you. Oh my God, <laughs> this is incredible. Yes, you have a beautiful voice. And one time, I asked Greta to pick up a guitar and play a song over the phone, <laughs> and, I, and I thought, oh my God, I thought this could be the most uncomfortable awkward moment of crazy radio ever and she sounded beautiful oh my god you're amazing what's going on with you tonight okay well um so basically when i called you uh many that was like months ago and i was dating someone that or i just sort of jumped into something with someone that i thought i really liked but that ended and i i'm actually so grossed out by him (laughs) but it's only because he Whatever. But anyway, so I ended up in this thing with someone 11 years older than me. I know that sounds scary, but I'm literally in love. Like, and it's not in a naive, like, young, stupid, I'm in love with an older guy way. It's like we met in an acting class. He's three years Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. wait. How how old are you? How old are you, by the way? 18. You're 18. Oh, my God. And I'm with a 28-year-old. Oh, he's 28 or is he 29? 20 okay he just turned 29 today but <laughs> okay go on go on you met him you met him in an acting class keep going so I met him in this acting class and I just he's three years sober and like my parents are sober and so initially that was just sort of this comfort thing of like I un, like they all go to AA and I like understand that kind of like way about life like there's just sort of a certain kind of like you know just like every motto <laughs> like that I've been taught to live by because of my parents like he lives by that too and I don't know there's just something like we we get along so well there's really nothing wrong going on but you know what's going on is I'm going to college next year and just for six months straight it's just been like perfect and we have so much fun together and we're just like goofballs together and it's almost like I feel like I can be younger with him than I can with most people my age because like I don't know if you remember, but, like, when you're 18, everyone just tries to be older all the time, you know? Like, we're all just, like, having dinners with wine and being like, oh, my God, we're older. Do you know Ah! what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I totally get it. (laughs) And it's like, with him, I can actually be myself because he's so past all the, like, trying to be someone. And he's just himself, and I'm just myself. And it's great. But it's, like, devastating because I'm leaving, and I... I don't know what to do, and but I mean, I know what to do. Like, I know, I don't know why I'm calling, because I guess I just want to tell you the story, because, like, I love you, but <laughs> I'm trying to think of where, okay, I let me think of where I need advice. So this isn't even with him, but just my pattern with guys is that I, like, will be really strong and, like, independent and doing my own thing and, and not have a guy, and that, and then... I'll, because I'm, like, so in my own thing, like, writing songs, performing, or, like, just, like, feeling good in myself, I attract a bunch of people. And then, like, I'm really cool with, and so I'll, like, choose a guy, and I'll be, like, really cool with him for, like, a good amount of time, and then suddenly I become aware that I'm comfortable with them, and I suddenly get uncomfortable, because I'm, like, oh, my God, I feel dependent on them. I feel like I'm not myself anymore. And then I get super anxious, and, like, I get too... You know what I mean? I do, but are you are you experiencing that with your boyfriend right now? Well, lately I've just been having waves of that where it's like I'll just be like 
oh my god I love him so much and then it scares me and then like I'm with him and I'm like pretending to be someone else I'm like wait this isn't me and like he can't notice but like I notice (laughs) um who are you pretending to be when you're pretending to be somebody are you trying are you pretending to be aloof and not as in love and tougher and cooler yep (laughs) yeah oh my god (laughs) I know I do that I do I do that too because I have this weird idea that like these kind of men, men who like me, never really want me to be comfortable. So, because yes. they like that I'm a loose in my own world. But then all of a sudden, when I become comfortable, exactly. because ultimately, because ultimately, I want to be loved and I want to know that somebody is uh-huh. like, be mine. But then I feel like the minute I go over onto that side, I'm I'm vulnerable and they're gonna hate me and I'm gonna be embarrassed and then and then I'm gonna I've got to protect yes. myself. I can't. Yeah, that's so, exactly what I do. Listen, <laughs> I am going. I don't even know what to tell you because. I'm single, and I realize that 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 only through dating and only through pretty much being with somebody and walking through it is is how you kind of walk through it, you know. And I exactly. And I I was just thinking about that today. How that's how that exact situation is is going to come up for me, and that's behavior that I experience only when I'm in a relationship, and that's kind of terrifying to me. And it's and I do lots of other weird things, but I think. <laughs> if I were if I were to be giving me advice uh, about this, I mean, what can you do? You have to just listen. You're already you're already identifying it. You have you know you 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 have a very active mind. You can you're very self aware. You can see your actions, what you're doing. So that's like the first step. You see what you're what you're up to. You go, oh my god, I'm doing this yeah. thing. Oh my god. Ah. Um, you just have to just remember. Just take it moment by moment, like. I'm sitting with yeah. him right now watching a movie. I and mean, then just like look at him, look at your hands, just look at, and just like ground yourself in the fact that it's like I'm only in this moment. I'm not, you know, just totally. He's, he's not in your head with you. Guys rarely, you know, realize, <laughs> you know, they can't hear your mind chatter. They don't realize all this shit that we, we're thinking about and spiraling over in the silence of our mind, you know, like. Yeah. So just, be nice to him. Try to keep getting back to yourself and go, okay, stop doing that. Just be normal, like whatever the fuck that means. And mm-hmm. and, and all you can do is play it moment by moment. And also don't put so much pressure on it because you are very young. You're 18 years old. You know you're yeah. going you're gonna, you're gonna to be going away to, to college, you, just, you said. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, and, and I know that, like, this will have to end, but it's devastating. <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing. So, so – don't think about it ending. Don't think about it lasting forever. Just just as hard as it is and as simple as this, you know, cliche advice is, like, it, it, it's actually calm. You just be in the moment. It's, try your hardest to be in the moment mm-hmm. and, to, and, and it should be kind of calming knowing it's going to end because it's all just fleeting anyway. Essentially, we're all just going to die. Yeah. Anyway, you know, everything's so, going to end, really. So just, you know, when, when's your next plan to see him? Um, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. I mean, like, yeah, and you could even use this opportunity. You could even, since it's going to end anyway, you don't have to lead with that. But you could even say to him, just as a human being, communicative, growing uh, exercise, you could say, oh, this is something I do. Like, this is something I called into to, to Boy Crazy Radio yesterday and I was telling my friend Alexi. <laughs> about like this is like this habit is something I do and I'm only 18 but I notice that I, I do this in every relationship I've been in and uh and then maybe you guys can have a conversation about it and maybe it can actually make you guys closer and you can have a conversation around human behavior and that's kind of interesting I think those kind of conversations yeah are amazing and well, another thing oh yeah sorry or what what do you say with your other thing well I was thinking like with dating I kind of made a new rule for myself where, because when I, when I go on first dates or second dates or whatever, and I'm just kind of like dating, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be like, yeah, either a certain kind of person or I imagine I'm being yeah. judged by a guy and I, I, I'm judging myself and all this stuff. And what I've noticed is I'm also becoming really good friends with a lot of ex-boyfriends and guys that I've dated in the past. And recently I'm starting to become friends with these guys that I've dated in the past. Like, And that when uh, what I'm realizing is becoming friends now with men I've dated in the past, I'm a lot more relaxed with them and I'm a lot more myself mm-hmm. and I can be I can be like like, you know, at least ninety nine percent me and it's kind of a beautiful freeing thing where I feel like, oh wow, now I get to see him in a more full way and he can he's seeing me as more of a as a you know, as a as a fully totally. realized per- person. 
So now I'm trying to take that new information um, of what I'm noticing, and I'm trying to put that in on like first dates and second dates and just assume like, okay, let's see, just pretend this guy you're going on a first or, or second or third date with, pretend you guys already dated and you're, and you're broken up and just fucking take the pressure <laughs> off. Just be, be normal. And then, and that way it takes all the pressure off. Like, so I'm trying to play these mind yeah. games on myself, kind of just like rip everything off like a band-aid and be like, oh, I just want to breathe. Like, I don't want to fucking act like a certain person or like an emotionally mm-hmm. unavailable seductress or whatever the fuck I think I'm trying to do or some kind of like awkward <laughs> funny person. I don't know what I'm trying to do. That's when I what do. I, you know, I do like, awkward, yeah. funny person. Yeah. I do awkward, funny, in, uh, awkward, funny, cerebral, like arty girl. And then I do like, <laughs> I do yeah, do. or I do like, Oh, I'm gothic. And I'm, I date musicians and I'm like a seductress. And, and like, you can never really get a meat in my heart because like I'm unavailable, but it's like, what? I am. A, I, I just want somebody to love me. What's wrong with me? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So take all that shit that I just spewed at you right now and try to use it to help the situation you're in. And then you can always just talk about it. He's your friend. He cares about you. He loves you. Hopefully you'll know him for a long time and, and your relationship mm-hmm. will continue to morph and grow and whatever. And and there you go. Well, thank you very much. That was very no. comforting. I hope, I hope it was something. Yeah, and I want you to call me <laughs> another time and I want you to play me a song. That's what I want. Um, because Greta is extremely talented, and uh, that's all. That's all you need to know. We're going to get a Boy Crazy Radio exclusive from Greta maybe next week, Greta. Um, area code 310, you're on Boy Crazy Radio. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Am I on? That's you. You're on. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Oh, I called I called last week. I'm Freddie. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> what happened? What's so? I was just sitting on hold listening. You dispensed such fantastic advice to all these people, and I just couldn't resist calling again, just if not just to hear the advice that you give while people are on hold. I think it's amazing. Do you really enjoy it, really? I thought it was great, but let's get to me because I don't have much time. Because I'm okay, older than most true. of your, you know, listeners. I think that is, that is so, exactly what I was going to say. It's exactly what I was going to say. What's my oldie, Freddie? Thank you. Well, you know, last week we talked about whether I was going to say I love you to a girl I've been dating for about, you know, five months. And you said, well, maybe you shouldn't push it. And I said, okay, you know, I can understand that. You gave me a lot of good reasons why I shouldn't. So, on, you know, this on. week, Wait, you know. Hey. No, no, I'm already interrupting you. I've got to refresh the listeners' memories, okay? You guys, if you're tuning in for the first time sure. tonight or, or whatever, Freddie called in last yeah. week, and he had some issues, all right? He was, uh, he was at odds with his ego. He was he's dating a girl. Maybe That's they've right. already broken up, but we'll find out in a moment from Freddie. Um, so he's dating, he was dating a girl, and she, he wanted to say, I love you, right? But if she, but if she, weren't, if she wasn't going to say, I love you back, he would just have to end it, right? Is that what you were dealing with last week? Yes, that's what I was dealing with exactly. Very good okay. recap. Well, oh, as I said, you know, so Sundays we have this ritual where, you know, we make breakfast and sit around, read the Sunday papers, and we don't feel the need to speak that much. And, you know, it's just all the – it's the comfort of a relationship, I think, that's been going on long enough that you just don't feel the need to, like, you know, constantly be talking. And that's Sunday. As I said, Monday we talk. But anyway, or even Sunday night we talk. But here's the thing. This last weekend, and this this has to do with people having secrets. Okay, so I didn't feel compelled to bring up, you know, how she feels about me or talk about how I feel about her because I realized after speaking to you last week that why push it? And, and if I don't get back the, the answer that I want, then I'm going to feel terrible, unfulfilled, and I might want to break up with her there. But then she asked me, she said, what do you think? I, she said, we're talking about, you know, just, just the usual things. And she goes, into, let me ask you a question. What would you feel if you went out with somebody and they had a lover beforehand that was same sex? I said, well, that could only be a woman since I don't go out with guys. So are you saying that you had a female lover before you met me? And she said, well, not right before, but I did have a a bisexual relationship for about eight months, probably 
seven months prior to meeting you. And I thought that was a, I mean, that's a game changer. I mean, you just, it's not just like pass the salt and how do you like the eggs? I mean, that was a complete game changer for me. And I don't know how I feel about it because I said to her, well, do you feel very strongly that that's something you want now? And is it, or is it, part of a relationship that you want that you want to go out with me or a guy another guy and you'd want to continue with women she said well i'm not sure i just don't know how do you feel about that that's sort of leaving somebody okay okay there's a lot going on here so first of all it'd be one thing if she said i dated a woman uh in the past and it was a, it was a real relationship it lasted for this amount of time you know and that's that's you know, and, and I may date a woman in the future, you know, if, if our relationship is not to work out. But you've just opened right. a new can of worms where you're saying that there's, she, she said that there's a potential there's, that she may want to date you and date women to feel fully fulfilled. Yes, that's that was the message that she gave me. But she said, well, it probably won't happen. But I don't think I'm that good with probabilities and may, may not. I mean. Listen, this she's now putting me to the point where I feel maybe bad having not said, how do you feel about our relationship? Because all these little secrets seem to be coming out. Well, I mean, it's secrets. It would be one thing if you said, have you ever dated a woman? Uh, and she said no. And then all of a sudden she said, well, actually, I was lying. I have dated a woman. That would have been, you know, that would have been a, a – she just withheld some information. That's fine. You weren't, you weren't searching for it. Whatever. So it's come out. The worst part okay. of this situation. The worst part of the situation is she just let you know that for whatever reason, because you don't have a vagina, I'd imagine, you are not enough. She yep. needs more. So it could be anything. That, you know, so, right. so that's what we're dealing with. So she just admitted to you that you're not enough. She needs more. So now the ball's in your court. You're left hanging with this information. Uh, it's not making you feeling it's not, it doesn't make you feel very good, obviously. You, again, you're calling into a podcast uh, called Boy Crazy Radio. Um, not your highest <laughs> moment, you know? <laughs> um, well, I just I heard that you're funny. really great giving it. I, I, well, I heard you're great giving advice. People were talking, so I figured, what the hell? I don't care about the title. I'll call her. People were She's talking. the new Dr. Phil. I'll buy into it. <laughs> this is incredible. Okay. So, yeah, this has an expiration date on it now for sure. I mean, it probably always did, but now even, you know, it's going to expire right. even more quickly because cause you've just been told that you're not enough. And um, it, now the ball's in your court. You've got to decide how you extricate yourself from the situation or you go the other way and you go, all right, well, let's bring a woman into the equation. But I don't think you want to do that, right? No, I, I, I don't feel that secure and we've had this, you know, this, I mean, if you're finding these things out early in a relationship, what else is she hiding? And, and let's face it, let's say I really do fall for her and on the side, she's falling for women. Well, that would be a tough situation. Here's something I just want to bring up. Why is it that, okay, you, why is it less weird to me if a girl has dated a girl in the past? But if you were my boyfriend, and then all of a sudden you said to me, "Oh yes, Alexi, I uh, I dated a man for a year. We lived together in you know 1997," or I would probably freak mm -hmm. out because does that mean I'm, I mean I I have all my gay boyfriends. I I, I I'm not uh, I'm mm -hmm. not homophobic, but why does the idea of two women together seem less threatening and gross to me as like, but then. If well, my I think, boyfriend had let a guy fuck him in the ass. You know what I mean? Why does that? Uh, well, I have a theory. Can I just say one thing? I don't want to take up all your time. I know you have millions of callers, but I have a theory about that because you know I'm a little older than most of the callers. You know, when I was younger, I was in college. I never heard of a heterosexual girl who had little affairs with women or had female girlfriends. Now, they say that most women, or, you know, sexologists say that a lot of women in preteen, their first sexual outreach is with a, a, another girl. And so that's like mm -hmm. a normal thing. Doesn't necessarily mean they're going that way. But if you ask a woman today, I would say under the age of 35, from 18 to 35, maybe a little older, have you ever kissed a girl, made out with a girl? They look at you like you're crazy. Like, of course I have. 
And are you heterosexual? I'm completely heterosexual. Oh, yeah, I was drinking one night. But you never could ask a guy, hey, were you ever drunk and you, you know, you, you, you orderly fixated yourself on a guy? A guy would look at you like you're crazy. But for women, there seems to be a new norm. Well, yeah, there's even a song about okay. it. There's even that Kiss the Girl song. It's, Katie, it's a Katy Perry mainstream song, uh, you know, yeah. in pop culture. That's yeah. totally, totally acceptable. But why, but why is it weirder? I don't mean to say weirder. That's a bad choice of, uh, you know, for a word. But um, why is it less socially acceptable if I were to have a boyfriend and then he tells me, oh, yeah, I used to, I used to have sex with a man. Why is that less hard for me to, I mean, why is that harder for me to accept? Why? Well, I, you would have to answer that. Uh, you know, I would think it's a, it's a different imagery. And a girl yeah. thinking about herself with another woman is a much softer kind of thing than thinking of two guys banging and what comes along with that. So we could leave it yeah, at that. Yeah, one two women together seems like it's less invasive, but it could be invasive. Who knows what they're getting up, you know, into in the bedroom? Like I don't know what they're. Well, that's a whole. That's a whole other thing. But it's like, and, <laughs> and uh, the funny thing is, whenever I go on a date, uh, I I ask two questions and I throw them in very casually. Um, to see uh-huh. what the guy will say. I let him feel very safe. Uh, I create an, I create an uh-huh. atmosphere where he thinks he can say anything to me and I'll accept it, but he's totally wrong because these uh-huh. two questions are, I ask that, I go, have you ever had sex with a guy? And then I'll, and if he says no, I break it down into categories. I go, oh, you've never given a guy a blowjob or has a guy ever given you a blowjob or have you ever stuck your private in the glory uh-huh. hole? And it's amazing. Ew, uh-huh. don't make that sound, Freddie, while I'm talking to you about glory hole. <laughs> no, I just said, ugh. <laughs> Glory yeah, hole. I never expected to hear that. I know. All right, but keep, go- keep going. Keep, keep going. Hey, keep your hands where I can see them. Anyway, so here's the thing. Oh, so I'll break this. You know, you. by the way, you said that last week, and, and my hands have been above my head the whole time like a prisoner of war. So okay. just remember that. Let me that. finish my story, Freddie. Jesus. Okay, so I will ask the guy this question out of the blue. I will break it down into, into subcategories, and more often than not, the guy will go, well, yeah, I gave, I, I gave a blowjob one time when I was like, to a guy when I was, uh, you know, when I was like 22. Like, it, they'll say I they, don't understand that. I know. I can't believe it. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm thinking, I got to get out of here because I, I don't know. I just feel like this is my problem. Call in the Boy Crazy Radio if you think I'm uh, a monster and that this is not the new way to be thinking about things. But I just feel like, Women, women can be bisexual, but I feel like men, can, I, I know they can be, but I feel like if a man's bisexual, it's just, he's gay. That's how I feel. He's gay. You know? He's gay. That's he's, how I feel, that's, too. All that, right. That's how we feel, everybody. That's how Freddie and I feel. And uh, on oh, another question, okay. I'm just going off. I'm, no, oh, I'm not thanks so that. much. It's good talking to you. Freddie, Okay, thanks. Good talking to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> and here's another thing that I asked. If we lost Freddie, whatever, I'm just going off on a tangent. Um, Another thing I ask guys that I go on dates with, out of the blue, for no real reason, um, just because I want to know, I say, have you ever had sex with a prostitute? Have you ever been to a prostitute? And again, uh, more often than not, the guy will say yes. And then I go, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe I would, if I were a guy, maybe I'd want that experience too. Maybe, uh, you know, but I have thought about that if I were if I were a guy, if I would be the type of guy to go to a prostitute, you know, because that's a special experience that men can have. They can, they, often men will say, you know, I pay to leave. I pay to leave or for them to leave or whatever. You know, they want uncomplicated sex. The sex with a woman when they're dating can be very complicated. And But then, I don't know, if I were a guy, I would like to be the type of guy who says, I don't have to pay for sex. I'm not doing that and have it be like an ego, an ego thing or just, you know, it's not for me. Anyway, I've just gone on this tangent. I can't believe I got dissed by Freddie. Freddie calls in. I try to give him some advice. I get excited about his phone call. I go off in another direction for a moment and uh, and he abandons me. He played right into my father, my daddy issues, my abandonment issues. I don't know if I can come back from this. Um, anyway. I think I can. I'm going to actually go to our Alaska phone call because I have a question for the girl in Alaska. Hey, Nancy? Nancy, are you watching uh, Everybody Loves Raymond? What's going on there? Are you in Alaska? Nancy? 
please. Watching NBC. All right. Life never stops, guys. It just keeps happening, and it's exciting to see how it unfolds. Um, I was going to ask her about surfing because she said she's going to go to Hawaii and go to Australia to take surf lessons. And I kind of, I am filled with so much fear about, you know, I don't like to go roller skating. I'm very tall. I, I don't want to break a bone. I've never broken a bone in my life. Um, Moonlight Rollerway is a very uh, cool, hip, iconic roller rink in California. Um, movies have been shot there. I'm sure there are lots of stories, uh, you know, deep within the, the, you know, the, the wooden floor paneling or whatever. Um, and I, I would love to go there more, but I, I won't roller skate on old timey roller skates. They're not even roller blades, but, but, and I won't, I won't do it because I'm afraid I'm going to fall over. I'm six feet tall, five eleven and a half. How dare you? Let me get it right. Um, and you know, I used to ice skate when I was little. Now all these things fill me with fear. I don't snowboard. I've never gone skiing. But I kind of want to go surfing. I mean, I don't know if I do want to do that after this girl got, after the uh, surfer got attacked by a shark. A pro surfer got attacked by a shark this week. So I don't know. If, if a pro's got to worry, I mean, what, I don't know. How am I going to get in there? Um, into the water. Anyway. Listen, this go the show is uh it's it's gone it's gone too long for me as well. Um I gotta get out of here. I wanna read some emails though. Listen, here's what I'm gonna do. Stop rambling, if that's possible. I'm gonna read some emails. I'm gonna check Twitter. Is anybody tweeting at Alexi Wasser with your boy problems, your love, dating, sexual uh problems? Feel free to do that. Phone lines are open, six four six three seven eight zero six four nine is the number. And I'm going to get to uh, an email or two. All right. This one is from Eric. He writes, hey, Lexi, I'm a guy that reads and watches your stuff, and i got to say you're pretty great, especially with how confident and open you are. I've had a speech impediment and was wondering how to be, how to be confident despite it, as I feel it's hurting me with talking to women. Um, also, I've got a crush on someone I, I know but we're in two different cities for the summer and I'll be in another country for the next semester. How can I get her interested and keep her interested for when I get back and try to date her in the spring? Have a good day and thanks bunches. Signed, Eric. Eric, I just want to say that I too have a speech impediment. I'm sure you've noticed this, but if you, in case you haven't, I have a list. I have a list and I had to go to speech therapy in, junior, in, in elementary school and junior high. I would get pulled out of my classes by a speech pathologist, and we would play these ridiculous board games where, like, I would it would be like Candyland or some bullshit like that, but it wasn't Candyland. It was like something else. And like, depending on what I would land on, I'd have to pick a card and I'd have to say some weird phrase with the S sound in it, and it never helped. They would tell me where to place my tongue, and you know, my 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 entire name is nothing but S sounds. My full name is Alexi Celine Wasser. And I think that sometimes when I'm nervous, my lisp comes out more. Um, and I don't care. I like lisps. And I always identify them in other people when they have them. And usually they don't, they don't like that because they're trying to hide their lisp. Um, or they don't even realize they have one yet. And I'm the, clunky, I'm the clunky monster who is like, hey, hey, you. Hey, you freak. You have a lisp. You have a lisp, too. That's amazing. Freaks unite. Anyway. Um, so, we have a speech therapy didn't help. And you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Embrace your speech impediment. Who cares? It sounds great. You're different. You're, you're a unique flower. Roll with it. Works for me. I think it's adorable. And I love, I love men with lists. I love, you know, I, I think you sound great. If you, if you want to record like a YouTube video and email it to me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, I'll let you know where you fall on the spectrum of uh, adorable and like freaky. Um, so, yeah feel free to do that. As far as staying in touch with this girl that you have a crush on, um, who you're going to be away from, you have to kind of just not try to control it. You've got to kind of just like let it go and realize that there's a chance that both of you could meet somebody else or get preoccupied and, and not, you know, and lose touch. That's totally fine. 
um, you can't control the situation. I know you really want to. You're holding so tight. You're trying to grasp at straws. How can I keep in touch? I like her. Um, here are some tactics, though. Email. Email her. Send her songs on Spotify. Text her if you have a good texting plan. Uh, you can always use Viber. You know that app, Viber? Text people using that. Um, Facebook her. Send photos. Do some weird exercise together where you can be like, hey, I'm, I'm writing this story. Want to do a weird project with me where it's like I write a chapter and then you write a chapter and we'll like send it back and forth to each other. Like, you know, anything to keep you connected. So I would say, yeah, texting, Facebooking, direct messages on Instagram, tag her or take photos of her on Instagram. Like if you see a photo, like tag her in a photo and like just keep keeping her her attention. Do you know what I mean? I think it's very easy to do. I think you're, you probably know to do all these things, but uh, you're just looking for more more insights, and I hope that helps. Um, thanks, Eric, for writing in. And also, you know what? If it's meant to be, this sounds so cliche and ridiculous, it'll just happen. And, and be patient. Like, things move so quickly nowadays that it's kind of nice to have some kind of romantic like email exchange where you're getting to know each other over emails and you know social media and figuring out what each other's you know recommending songs and 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 tagging her in photos of things that you think she'll be into like but especially the email exchange that's like our version of old timey letters from like beautiful movies uh in the olden days you know like just treasure that and savor that because you can create intimacy and uh, and then by the time you're back in the same city, you'll be like so excited. You might even be in love. She might even be in love. So that's pretty cool. Or you'll it'll taper out during the email exchange. Maybe you guys will learn things about each other that you don't really like, and maybe you'll be over it, or maybe you'll see each other when you get when you get back into the same city, and you'll realize, oh, I was into the idea of this and the romance of the long distance kind of writing exchange but now in person it's I'm not feeling it so you know what I mean so there, there are lots, lots of ways to look at this situation and do not stress out about your speech impediment okay um, I'm going to read another letter it says hi Alexi I need some advice I've been with my boyfriend for 10 months and things are great this is definitely the happiest and healthiest relationship I've ever been in we're both 25 years old anyways the only thing that's been bugging me is that after almost a year, we still never say I love you. It makes me wonder if it'll ever happen. I take part of the blame since he did say I love you a few months in, but it was in a crowded place and completely out of the blue. He said it so casually that I didn't really comprehend what he said until the following day, so I never said anything back. Ugh. He said it another time at a Christmas party last year, but the same thing happened. We were in a crowd, and I could barely hear, and I was so caught off guard that I asked, huh? And by that point, he quickly ran off to the bar and played it off like nothing had happened. It's always been hard for me to say the L word, but I want to say it to him so badly. I want us to, to be able to say more than I like you so much. I tried saying it recently after a small argument, but he played it off like I didn't say anything out of the ordinary, and he never said it back. Am I being unreasonable? Should I talk to him about it? Should I just keep saying it until I get a reciprocated response? Please help. Signed, Lena. All right, Lena, here's the thing. Um, well, obviously the issue isn't that he's never said I love you and you're wondering if he's ever going to say it. He has said it. He said it more than once, and, it, and he's probably embarrassed and vulnerable. And, yeah, I think you need to talk to him about it. I think you need to talk about it with him, and here's why. Because the only other time you said I love you was – right after a fight so it kind of makes it not as special because it's like oh my god are you trying to are you trying to just make up for the fight or save the relationship in a pinch by saying this word you know I think you need to let it be good with him for at least a few days and then be doing something romantic or whatever maybe even having sex or maybe not that could be even more confusing a situation but when you guys are in a good place emotionally, um, I say 
you know, kiss him, look him in his in, in his eyes, um, look in his eyes, I mean, and just say I love you. You know, let let your moment with those words really resonate with him. And let them stand apart from other situations so they're not they're not linked to a fight or anything. And uh and then see what he does with it. And if he reacts in a way that confuses you or he doesn't say it back or he seems weird or whatever, take a beat and say, hey, can we talk about this? Because I know you said it those two times and I didn't handle it right and I got all in my head and I'm so conf- I, I'm so sorry, but I, I love you. I really do. You know, just be, be adults about it. Try not to talk it to death. Try to let it be a little bit romantic and try to get back to the simplicity of the romance. But you know, depending on how you react, you'll go from there. And if you need to talk about it, you can talk about it. You don't, it doesn't have to turn into a fight or get angry or be mean or anything. It shouldn't. It should just be like communicative and loving and should make you better together, right? I would imagine. Um, there you go. See, things get clunky in life, but then we all figure it out. It's okay. I think the, the thing that everybody struggles with the most is communication. People don't know how to communicate. People don't like communicating. Um, oftentimes, people think confrontation means like fighting or is uncomfortable, but it's like, I feel like communicate, co- confrontation just means to confront a situation. And uh, I think you can do that in a graceful, like loving, cool way. And it just, you know, leads to communication. And that's like a really important thing that more people should be okay with and uh, have a willingness to do. Anyway, you guys, oh, what else did I want to tell you? You know what? Nothing less. I'm going to wrap up the show. Thank you so much to everybody who called in and listened uh, to Boy Crazy Radio tonight, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. So do that and tell your friends. And if you like Boy Crazy Radio and everything it is and does and wants to be and whatever, you can donate to the show because Boy Crazy Radio is a listener-supported podcast. And you can donate by going to imboycrazy.com and clicking on the donate button on the right-hand side. It is so appreciated. And uh, I'm going to play us out with a song that I'm so completely obsessed with. If, I don't know. If, if you don't follow me on Instagram, uh, then you won't, you won't know that I posted this, like, this week. But, yeah, uh, I'm obsessed with this band or this guy called Jameson, or it's J-M-S-N. And he has these two songs, one called Alone and another called Fallen. He has a lot of songs, but these two songs I am listening to on repeat. And they are amazing songs to fall in love to. They are amazing songs to fuck and be fucked to. They are so sexy and incredible. I have just responded in a major way to them. So I'm going to play us out with one of them tonight. And it's called Fallen. And uh, maybe you'll enjoy it as much as I do. And besides that, uh, all I want to say is, you guys, I don't care what everyone else says about you, okay? I love you.
Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716-7218. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.